everybody, welcome back. I'm your host, Justin Matcham, in here with me this afternoon, this evening, Dan Galinsky. Dan, what is up, man? How you doing? Pretty good, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me, as always. Always a pleasure. Um, tonight, have some stuff to talk about. Surprise, it's the Cavs. Um, Kuminga worked out with the Cavaliers this week. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about that. Also, all of the stuff going on with Team USA. Uh, love leaving due to health reasons, basically. Garland and just his play overall through these exhibitions, uh, him not being included on the team, uh, JaVale McGee making Team USA, which is interesting, all the sex and stuff, so we still have plenty to talk about uh, before Game 5 of the finals tonight, but let's just kind of get into the Kaminga thing first and just kind of talk about that. Obviously, a guy who would make sense to at least be working out at this stage, rumored, you know, top 5 pick, we, all, we, we know Kaminga, we've been talking about Kaminga, but... um. Are you surprised to see them working him out and just, like, I guess, like, he's clearly at least in consideration at number three, even if he's not, like, in serious consideration. Like, they're, they're doing their due diligence and looking at all these guys. But um, were, you, were you surprised to see him work out with the Cavs? And at this point, how far of a reach do you think he would be as far as selecting him? No, I, I think it's the right thing to do. It's a player that uh, you want to get the uh, kind of lowdown on him, see how the shot um, can, progresses, things like that. Um, and obviously scouts want to see like the physical size, um, it's maybe the handle, um, some of the twitch he has. Um, just being able to get another extended look at him, I don't, I don't think it's a, a bad idea. Uh, it does seem to be a guy that the Cavs seem to like. I mean, I, I, I obviously wouldn't know personally, but... Uh, it's a player that, um, I mean, in terms of the wing, like Shakri or, um, in defensive potential, like I, I get what they're looking at there, but, um, to me, I mean, Fedor's report basically said it's a long shot and it, and just basically what the way they, they've turned out in terms of their pick, it, it does seem like it would be pretty unlikely in my opinion. Yeah, all reports still kind of, kind of seemingly pointing towards them taking Mobley. You know, they seem to like Mobley. They seem to fit, believe he can fit with Allen. But uh, according to what was reported, the workout with Kaminga did go very well. Uh, apparently, you know, both the workout itself and the interview process with him, uh, right. and things like this are always, you know, guys don't teams don't work guys out just because they want to draft them. Uh, these are guys that are going yeah. to be in the league, you know, for years to come, especially in you know a top picks case. Uh, you expect them to be in the league a long time, so getting to know as much about these guys as you can, you know, helps. So why not do that now when you have the opportunity to? Um, so definitely, completely understand that from that point. Um, overall, I, I'm with you though. It does still seem like a long shot, even if there is a possibility. I would say, like obviously, there are other guys in the top ten who like they don't have a chance of. I would say there's there's less than a zero percent chance that they end up going with Kaminga and. For, to an extent, I could understand the decision if they did make it. Again, that I, we we aren't professionals. We aren't there in these workouts. We aren't there in these interviews. We don't know, you know, as much as the teams know. But overall, it does seem like it was interesting that they worked him out and that things went well. And obviously, another just thing to monitor. But wouldn't take too much away from it in total. I mean, it doesn't really seem like workouts are workouts that exactly teams work a ton of guys out and the, the Cavs in particular yeah. will only end up work, well, they'll only end up drafting one guy so 
overall, again, not too much to take away from it, but good to know that they did do that again, that things went well, um, and just that they have that information about him moving forward. So I think that's pretty much all that has to be said there. Um, the bulk of this episode, I think, today is going to go into Team USA stuff. Um, obviously, like I said, a uh, lot going on there, especially on the Cavaliers' kind of at least semi-related side. Um, and I guess we should just start with Kevin Love. Um, Dan, Kevin Love leaving Team USA um, and seemingly his decision to you know leave the team, not go to Tokyo with them. Obviously, he has not looked great in these exhibition games, um, even by our standards, which was, again, my ex- my hopes and expectations for him coming into all of this, um, I think I said, was for him to just make some shots, uh, space the floor, and not look like you're moving like a 60-year-old. And yep. overall, it didn't really seem like he was able to do that. Um, obviously, did not shoot the ball well. I don't know if he scored. I didn't watch every single exhibition game. I didn't watch every minute of exhibition, every exhibition game. But, um, and what I did watch, uh, I didn't see him make a shot. I didn't see him play very many minutes. Uh, didn't seem like he ever got in for an extended run. Um, did just look old out there and still doesn't look like himself. I don't know if he looked any better than he did, you know, during the season with the Cavs when we also knew he was not fully healthy, um, which was made even more clear. It's all, it's kind of crazy that, um, he did play during the regular season, knowing that he is still not fully recovered from this calf injury, which kept him out the majority of last season. Um, how did you kind of react to that news when you saw it, Dan? Um, and what does this kind of mean for Kevin right now? Well, it's just crushing, dude. Yeah, not be able to at least have some sort of takeaway for him from at least being able to get some rotational minutes, you would have thought. With Team USA, um, as, as you touched on, it would have been nice to see him actually look maybe semi-competent out there, um, at least be able to get some meaningful burn, uh, even if he, it wouldn't have ended up being a ton of minutes. But if he was able to play 10 minutes a game, I think, I mean, it could have, a couple spurts here and there, I think could have given them some pick-and-pop stuff, but... Um, in rebounding, but clearly it wasn't meant to be. And when things got ramped up, he was unable to, um, I guess, be mentally right, physically right. So, and obviously it's it's not going to help for (laughs) facilitating a potential trade, you wouldn't think. And it's just hard to say what exactly, um, what kind of role he'll have next year with the Cavs. Obviously, we'll probably see some stuff about uh, potential buyout rumors, whatever. Um, you would think that those will probably heat up here. Uh, but again, it's there hasn't been the, any reported discussions of it yet. And I don't know. I mean, Kevin, it, it doesn't seem like he has nearly the same frustration that he had in, say, like the 2019-20 season with the Cavs. It does seem like... Given the pick that they have coming up here, there's I think there's some ways they can improve the roster um, via trade. You have some expendable pieces you would think could help in that way. Um, I, I do think that there is buy-in still from Love. Obviously, there's the rumors, but um, we'll, we'll see. But it obviously was crushing for – and I do admittedly feel bad for him as well. It would have been 
um, nice to see no, that yeah. sort of saying. So it's just too bad. I absolutely feel bad for him. And to your point about buy-in, um, for anyone who does want to say that Kevin Love wasn't bought in and just, you know, kind of didn't, basically gave up at the end of last season uh, compared to, rather than, you know, just not being 100% healthy. This was clearly something that Kevin really wanted to do, being a part of Team USA. Mm-hmm. This was clearly something that mattered to him that he really wanted to be a part of and right. wasn't able to be. So for anybody, I just feel like, who says that, you know, Kevin basically just quit on the team last year, I yes, he had moments of frustration. But we're seeing this now on a if quote-unquote more important stage than the one he was on before, and it's the same issues. And you know, I think he came out with a quote saying that, you know, basically you, you just have to be, you know, at the top of your, of your you know, yeah. In, in great condition, in great shape, in a great spot to be able to compete in something like this, and he's just not there again. Yeah. And this is after coming off of some rest after the season, um, and then getting back in here, he is still not recovered from this fully. So, yeah, as far as buyout or, or buy-in goes from Kevin, um, I think that is telling that something like this, it's kind of the same situation. Um but it does suck. It really kind of sucks for everybody involved. Uh, definitely Kevin, uh, who again wanted to be a part of this and just can't be. Um, and definitely for the Cavs as well, who, you know, this was kind of looked at as something. Okay, you know, this can be good for Kevin. You know, to be around this group of guys, um, to maybe you know build up some favor again trade value wise. Um, you know, again, this was an opportunity for him to show that he can still make shots. And it was an opportunity for him to prove that he was healthy. Well, he didn't end up being healthy. Um, you know, trade rumors kind of came alive there for a minute again. I think that is pretty much completely dead at this point. Um, unless, really the only way, well, I'll swing this to you first, Dan. I, I, there is one situation in which I can really see Kevin Love being dealt in a trade this season. Is there any way that you see him being dealt? I don't see it, no. I think the one situation in which I could see Kevin Love actually being traded is being basically attached to Colin for a team who can either match with expiring salaries or mm-hmm. like just take him into cap space and basically getting nothing in return. Yeah. Like Colin might be enough of a sweetener to say, "Hey, please take Kevin Love." But I don't even think you're getting anything back at that point. I think like, Colin would be the price to take Colin. You wouldn't be getting anything else back. So, yeah, that's really about the only way I could see that happening, and I really I do not see that happening at all. Uh, again, and you can swap out, you know, Darius Isaac, you know, the number three overall pick for Colin. Um, Colin just kind of seems to be the name right now I mentioned in trades. That's the only reason I say that. But none of those things are going to happen to where you're literally just dumping him and using one of your key pieces to do so. So, it does seem like Kevin Love is... Going to stick unless waived or bought out or otherwise. Um, or retires, which, again, there's no indication that Kevin Love plans to retire after this. Um, I think that was you know also included in certain reports throughout the past couple days. But um, yep. looking at buyout stuff, where are you kind of at with that right now, Dan? Just because I am still not of the belief, and I don't think that this particular instance changes anything with Kevin or the Cavs as far as wanting to do a buyout. Do you think that this event happening makes it more likely that he is? No, I I don't, again, I don't see it. I think with him, I think we'll know, um, 
I, I mean, the expectation has been that his role would be lesser, decrease, what, it, what have you, heading into next season. And I, I just think with him, okay, like he might want to play with a contender ideally, but I, I think it'll be a little bit before he uh, – before sides actually to um, consider a buyout, I think maybe like 20 games into the season, I could see it more so um, playing out or maybe like at the beginning or the calendar uh, is the calendar shifts to 2022. I could maybe see it then um, in that realm. But I, I really do think he wants to see, I mean, given all the injuries the Cavs had last year and it being a COVID impacted year, I think next year to, I mean, some normalcy, and then you have a high pick. You have some possibility to get, like, a, a real contributor with the mid-level, I think. Um, I, I think, honestly, he, he – I don't know. Maybe it, it's not said publicly all the time, but I do think that he has sees value in, in trying to help guys like Dean Wade and still Nance to some degree. I think he does ideally want to play. And I think he's going to give it a little bit uh, to see how his year goes, and then we'll have to see. But I, I don't. I really do think that he's going to try to play next year, um, give it 15 or so games, I would think, around that threshold, 15-20, and then maybe that'll be reevaluated. But I, I don't see that going into before next year. I just don't. No, I'm not there either. And I've seen some people say that, you know, this is this is the thing that, you know, is going to push a buyout into existence. I, I'm, I'm completely with you. I don't see it. And it, If it does come to a thing where the Cavs kind of flop to start next season and, yeah. and Kevin Love is healthy to where he could actually join another team and play right, he's gotta be for healthy. the rest of the season. Um, and that's the thing right now. Honestly, I'm – and I feel bad for Kevin and I don't mean this and, like, it's Kevin's fault in any way – but I, we don't know if Kevin Love is going to be healthy again, like 100% healthy again at any point in his career. You know, forgetting yep. the injuries, this calf issue has been an issue for almost a year now. Yeah. Like, it is, it's been way. a few months short of a year that Kevin Love has been dealing with this injury. Right. That's not good. <laughs> it's not good at all. Um, so for, for him to be dealing with the same thing for this long... And, you know, this was supposed to be something that he came back from in January. And we are in the middle of July. The season has ended. Um, He came back and played during the season. Now he's coming and playing with Team USA after getting another period of break, of rest. Mm -hmm. And we are still dealing with this. Um, Yeah, I I just remember the initial report that he was said to be or supposed to be like reevaluated in like I think like three weeks yeah. initially. Like after that Philly game. And mm-hmm. it's well, obviously it's Kevin Love, so you're like, okay, reevaluate in three weeks. That means it means six weeks. But it still was I still remember it pretty vividly. I mean for you to say, okay, so it's gonna be six weeks, no. It's gonna be almost the entire season. Again, yeah. for this to be something that was supposed to be back in January. And then it was going to be mid-February. And then it, we didn't even know. And then all of a sudden it just kind of came out of nowhere. And he played. He felt right. like he was okay. And he came back. And then he realized he wasn't okay. And he went out again. And then came back. And then clearly he wasn't healthy then. And now he's not healthy again. 
Um, it's just, yeah. I don't know what it's going to take for him to recover. Maybe it's, it really is just that slow of a, pro- a process. And again, we don't know where Kevin is at. We don't know how Kevin's calf feels. Like, we aren't Kevin Love. Um, we right. aren't his trainers. I don't know if it's better now than it was during the season, like when he was playing. You know, clearly it's better than it was when he was out during that stretch. But I don't know right. if he's going to get to a point again where this is something that he'll be able to play on. Um, I yep. don't, you know, this isn't something that you want to push either. It's not like an injury that you can play through because a calf injury is, you know, can be linked to Achilles injuries. And if Kevin Love right. a rupture his Achilles, that might be it for him. Oh, so, yeah. You would well, think. I, I, it, it probably would be it for him. Yeah. So, um, do you think that there's any possibility that he plays? I mean, he ta- he is signed through the next two seasons. Do you think there's any possibility that he plays like more than that, more than two more seasons, like at all? I I don't. I don't but, know. I don't but, know. But there's <laughs> just there's just so few answers with love. It's just so hard to like. Would he? Is there a world where he would buy into a bench role? I think he'd have to. I think. He, I mean, at this point, I like mean, I he, don't he think bu- he physically will be a bench guy. I just think like he'll play twenty-two minutes. I wouldn't be. I mean, again, there's like, a good chance we draft to me. Are you talking like, about like? like a, are you talking about the start of next season? The or, start like, of are you talking the, about just like, the the start of next season. At the start of next season, I think he will still be the starter regardless. Um, so I do just I think that that's how it will be again. And I, I'm with you. Like there, there's already a plan in place, you know, based off of what Fedor has reported to reduce yeah. his minutes next season and reduce his role. And yeah. it seems like Kevin should be on board with that considering he can't he really play now be. for team USA. He can't he play six be. minutes a game for them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like it, there, there's no reason in my mind to believe that Kevin Love won't buy into a smaller role. So and, if in the, possibility that he does the the two sides do a buyout if he went to like a brooklyn golden state like somewhere like that how how much would he play i don't i really don't know i don't know either and that's kind of the point i wanted to get to with a buyout is like this is something that two sides are going to have to come to an agreement on here um kevin love is set to make 60 million dollars the next two seasons um for the Cavaliers to make it worth it for the Cavaliers to buy him out before this season, you know, maybe mm. maybe this becomes more of a real conversation after the season, like after next season. But mm. for him, for it to happen this off season, for to That'd make it the, worth to make it worth the Cavs' while, Kevin Love's going to have to give up a considerable amount of money. You would because think. it's going to have to help them in some sort of way. Blake Griffin gave up thirteen million in his buyout with two years left. Mm-hmm. You'd have to think it'd be something at least in the range of that. Um, for you think you'd have, I think it'd have to be more if it's before. It might right? have to be. It might have to be. I it, mean, has, his you're right. it has to work for them, too. It, 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 for Blake Griffin, Blake Griffin's contract was also a little bit bigger than Kevin's, so you do have yeah. to consider that as well um, when you're talking about how much he's going to get back. But I think it would have to be something in that range, um, $13 yeah. million total, just to you know make it worthwhile. And I don't think the Cavaliers should stretch. God, the thought of $9 million... Just sitting on the Cavs books. Yeah, for I'm not. For the I, when Damrell tweeted that, no, yeah, it was not. No. Did not really sound great. Not something you do. You don't want to no have reason. to just like pay a mid level till for for the next five years. Yeah, five years. No, not doing that. But 
again, for Kevin Love to give up that sort of money, to, you know, say he joins Isn't Golden Mate State Ellis or... still being paid? I don't, we should. I, I'll go through that in a minute. I believe he is. I think um, he actually, I think that was like Alex Kennedy that tweeted that. No, he is. I have my caption that sounds right, right here. That's funny though. Monte Ellis is still going to get paid two million two hundred forty-five thousand and four hundred dollars by the Pacers. Unreal. Next year, uh, Kyle Singler for the Thunder, still oh, making. Man. Let's see, nine hundred ninety-nine thousand two hundred dollars next year and the year after that, Ugh. by the Thunder. Joakim Noah still making six million, six point four million next season with the Knicks. But anyway, for the Cavs for, for, to make it worthwhile for Kevin Love to give up that money, and for him to let's just say he signs with Brooklyn again, I'm not you know L.A. Golden State wherever it doesn't really matter a championship contender. He's gonna have to be healthy for him to like actually join this team, and like contribute and like have another shot at a championship. Because if Kevin Love gets bought out this offseason and he joins a new team and he still isn't healthy and, like, it's unclear if he's going to be able to play at all, they're just yeah. going to cut him. And You, you would think. You know, like, at that point, you just gave up, you know, roughly $13 million and you're still not even healthy. And now you're left without a team because you're not, you know, you're, you can't stay healthy and you're left without that money. So I don't really think it's going to be worth it for Kevin Love to even consider a buyout this offseason, just because, again, maybe he knows more about his health status than we do, but if this is any indication, it doesn't look great. Um, and until he has that certainty that he'll be able to play and finish a season, I wouldn't be giving back that money. Right. Well, it, it's just, it's tough because he has to ramp, I mean, he has to ramp up stuff to, to be able to actually have game shape, but yet it's... You, you can't ramp up. You, you can't, like, overextend with this kind of injury. It's just it, no. it's just a tricky situation. Again, if you overextend, you're risking a ruptured Achilles. Right. So it's just... I, I just don't know how he can ever play, like, over 20 minutes a game again. I mean, in certain games, I'm sure he'll be able to play 20 minutes sometimes. But, yeah, well, for him to do that consistently through an entire season, again, right. like... This is going to have to be a guy who, like, I mean, we, we talk about load management with other stars in the league, you know, Kawhi in particular. Like, yeah. we could be seeing that for, like, a week at a time with Kevin Love, potentially, just to manage yeah. this injury. Right. Obviously, yep. not a good situation at all. But, um, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this situation. Like, do you like do you, do you see him? You asked the question earlier. Um, do you see Kevin Love playing after this contract is over? After these two seasons, I mean, it's not like he's going to be thirty-eight at that point. He's going to be thirty-five. No. Like that is no. a reasonable age to retire. But do you think? Like, what do you think the chances are that he plays a season after this contract is over? Let's I do our percent chances. I would Give say, a percentage. to me right now, I'd say thirty percent. I was going to say twenty. Okay. Well, the only reason I say that is maybe he takes a minimum if it got if it were eventually to come to something down the road for just to like ring hunt once, or maybe because he loves has such an affinity for Portland, maybe he goes there on a minimum one for like a year. I don't know. Well, I think wherever he goes after the age of thirty-five is going to have to be a minimum. 
But I'm yeah, just wondering. Yeah, what else? there's nothing else it would be, but you, you know what I'm saying. No. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But, yeah, I just don't know if... And, and that is the situation that you can see, but I just don't know if he's going to be able to stay healthy these next two years. Again, if he I mean, looking at, look at Louis Scola play the other day, he looks a hell of a lot like better off than Love He looks right better. <laughs> he does. He looks better than Kevin Love. How old is Louis Scola now? 41? I think, he, I, I think I'm looking he's, up his age. he's at least 40. He's 41, turned 41 in April, and is moving better than Kevin Love. And again, hasn't dealt with the same injuries, no. you know, over the time that Kevin has. And it's just unfortunate in Kevin's situation that he has. Yeah. But Skull yeah, is, like, jacked, too. Like, he looks like Oh, he house. is. <laughs> the Skola haircut is something that has been one of the more pleasant things to see, um... Over yeah. the past five years, going from whatever the heck he had going on in the NBA, but um, yeah, that's that's. I'm a big, that's, I'm a big fan of Scola. I gotta say, are you a big fan? Of, why are you a big I, fan of Scola? I just like him. I, it, I just think he, he's just so damn skilled. I, don't know. I, I I just like. I always liked him in the league. I don't know. I can't say that I liked Louis Scola. I guess I didn't have anything against him, but um. Let's talk a little bit about Darius Garland, Dan. Um, obviously, Garland also spending some time with Team USA. Uh, it's looking like that time may be coming to an end before too long. Uh, obviously, Kevin Love's replacement, which we will talk about in a minute, being JaVale McGee. Um, Bradley Beal also left off of Team USA due to health and safety protocols. Uh, he will not be returning to that team. Uh, Keldon Johnson was the replacement there. Um, we're yet to hear anything about Jeremy Grant. Uh, who is also in health and safety protocols for Team USA. Uh, there could be something happening there. We don't know. We don't know who his replacement would be if they would want to go with another forward. Uh, Sadiq Bey might make sense there. Maybe Julius Randle, who was just left off the team. But looking at other guys who could potentially, you know, opt out, we'll have to see how far this Drew, or, you know, this Drew series, this, this Bucks Sun series goes with Drew and Chris and Devin Booker. Um, if one of those guys opts out, all three of them, you know, it may make sense to bring Darius in. But overall, just watching what you've watched out of their practices, obviously there's been some, you know, practice footage released. Uh, we've got to watch them in a few games now um, in these exhibitions for Team USA. Uh, and we talked about the first game that he played in, but uh, how much have you watched him through this whole process? And, you know, have you liked what you've seen, I guess? Um, Not, not a ton of it, but... Uh... I think he's shown some good things. Um, I think the game against Argentina, what did he play? He played like ten and a half minutes, mm-hmm. and I think he did get seven shots up. I mean, he did did had had to f- take some time to find his rhythm. It's it's understandable, but I thought he moved well. Um, I, I thought his pace was good, and um, I, I think there's there were some opportunities that could have been assists that just didn't fall. But um, I, I thought. The movement looked good. I, I think he he looks like he's maybe put on a little bit of muscle uh, since the season, but um, overall, I, I was I was impressed. Yeah, I was as well. Again, from from what I've seen, um, still looking a little bit. You know, I don't want to say like a fish out of water, but like it's clearly yeah, the yeah, best yeah. player on the floor when he's yeah. out there. Um, I was gonna almost say like star-eyed, but yeah, that's maybe a, a little bit. To, maybe that's a, a good way bit. to put it too. Um, and he, not to say that he's not making some fantastic plays when he's on the floor. I mean, we've seen some of the finishes around the rim. Uh, you oh, yeah. mentioned in that first game, you know, the kind of Kyrie-esque layup that he had to put up. 
uh, is really zipping the ball around. Um, you know, we've seen some of his practice passes, um, zipping it, you know, through tight windows, you know, no looks, stuff like that. Throwing some, you know, some lobs, just really finding cutters well. Um, you know, looked comfortable enough playing off ball in the, in the games too, you know. Um, yeah. Overall, I mean, just nothing you can say other than just continuing to have great experiences for Darius um, through this whole process. I did think Keldon deserved to get the roster spot. Um, I thought he looked really, really good through this whole process, and I'm just a fan of Keldon in general. Um, yeah, that's, that's, good, that's a, a soft more, spot for us, for Cavs fans, kind of. A little bit, a little bit. God, I still remember draft night, and like when the Windler pick happened, I was okay with it, but I was, I was like, too. kind of excited to get Keldon Johnson when we did. Like it was announced, I think Shams announced it, didn't he? Yeah, I that think the Cavaliers so, yeah. were going Pretty to select sure. Keldon Johnson, and then they didn't. Yeah. Um, weird situation, but um, but but Keldon has been very very good. Again, just attacking the rim and finishing really, really strong around there. Uh, right. Again, and the the Team USA has kind of broken out of their slump a bit since those first couple losses to Nigeria and Australia. But for a team that just you know blew open layups um, over and over and over again, Keldon Johnson is a guy who's going to get to the rim and finish there. Um, and and being you know the youngest guy on the team is going to play really, 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 really hard all the time, which is you know what you have to do. When you're playing against other teams who are giving it their all, obviously, um, playing against Team USA. Every time I watch him play, I mean, sounds a little bit, like, dorky, but he is just a phenomenal rebounder. Like, just he is. incredible awareness. Like, every time I see him play, it just pops. It's just an overall intensity that he plays with, I think. he's you know, oh, yeah. And the instincts are there, um, but just the willingness to just attack the glass and, you know, not be afraid to bang inside... Um, it's just kind like of a, a bull on both ends, like a Colin Sexton like like mindset, but he is in a bigger forward, an imposing body. player. Yes, yes. No, I, mean, I, really, I, I like he 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 could f- play with like he'd fit so well with the Cavs too. He would. He'd be fantastic. Um, the shot coming along, uh, that'd be something yeah. that you know. I think we'll get there, even if it's not at a high level. But yeah. Kelton Johnson would, you could say he would be nice on the Cavs right now, but it's okay. You know, Dylan Windler. We we, we, we got Dylan Windler, and that's all right. Uh, you can't hit on all of them. Um, I don't know. We, we don't need to go into Dylan Windler. Dylan Windler. D- does Dylan Windler, how many minutes does Dylan Windler play on opening night next season, Dan? Assuming everybody's healthy, does he crack the rotation? An opening night, I will say. I'll, I'll say, say he gets in for two and a half minutes. Okay, I was gonna say eight. That's that even seemed a little high. I'll stick. I'll go with eight. I think go he gets eight. two. Okay. I think he gets. I think two spurts. I think he's going. I'll I'll say it this way. I think he will get two and a half non-garbage time minutes. Okay. Like he will get in the game when it matters, like at the end of a quarter or something. And I was gonna say. I was gonna say like. Two end of quarters for like, if the Cavs aren't in the like in the penalty, and like two quick like bursts. I, I don't know, but it, it's kind of in the same realm. That's fair, um, but overall, it, I do hope that Darius makes the team. We do have to think like there does seem to be a, like a possibility of Prince not like having been moved before the season too. 
even if Prince is moved, I still don't know if he's going to play. But that yeah, much. There's I mean, such there's a, a lot of rotation stuff at, regarding the two, three. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, kind of just to wrap up the whole Darius thing. Like I said, I, I do really hope that he makes the team. Um, I'm not rooting for anyone to go off. You know, I'm not rooting for Devin or Drew or Chris to to not join. Um, I'm not rooting for any injuries. But if any of that stuff were to happen, I hope that Darius is the choice, just because I think it'd be really, really fun to watch him continue to play for Team USA. But uh, extremely extremely valuable experience for him regardless. I know that he probably wouldn't accept it, given that he's playing in the finals and and all that, but Lopez would have been a, a... I mean, I wonder if they reached out to him because I feel like that'd be a. Yeah, uh, I. I mean, he'd be great. He'd be great. Yeah, but, but I don't even know. If, I don't think there's any way he'd say yes, but I don't think there is either. But I mean, maybe I don't know, they maybe asked, like. But like Dwayne Dedman was another one that I thought could actually be like a viable. Dwayne like, Dedman. I'd rather have Dwayne Dedman than McGee, because when Why? there's no well, because there's no defensive three seconds like. I just I feel like McGee is gonna I don't know if he'll be playable. It with that he'll role. be playable. This isn't the NBA. I mean, he can stick no, on a not. big man. It's not, but and just I don't run know. the floor. And I just would have thought they would have. Like, like is he? Why? Why is he playable? Why is Deadman playable, but Javale isn't? Well, he's not. Not I shouldn't say not not playable. I just I would have thought they would have wanted some some offensive like some. Uh, like shooting ability, but I, I I get it. Are you saying Javale doesn't have shooting ability? Well, yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> well, he's got that coast to coast ability too. So yeah, he's got that. He's got the floor spacing element. I'm. I would like to see that with in here. What like pop? With, like would he, that should be like an instant yank? <laughs> like I don't know if he doesn't make it, probably. Um, if he makes it, maybe not. I, I think Pop Pop could laugh at that at least. Maybe Pop maybe in if these days, up, if they're up be. big in a game, if they're up big in a game, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Honestly, yeah, it's possible. What about Miles Plumley? Or not Miles Plumley, Mason Plumley. Sorry, I didn't mean to say Miles. Uh, I I would. That's who I thought it was going to be. I thought they were going to be. I actually Plumlee. like. I actually like Plumley, frankly. So do I. I, I, I really don't. I don't know why. I just do. I mean, he's a good player. He does. I feel like he gets so he's much a good passer, like so much slander on like NBA Twitter. But he's well, actually I think like it's a mostly solid player. Uh, no, he is. He's very good. Like the Pistons could trade him this offseason and get something really good for him. I do wonder. Um, like, I, I, I wonder what it would take to get Plumlee though. Like a first, at least. Is that a first? Really? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like maybe not at least, but like I think you could. I think you could get a first round pick for Plumlee, who is under contract for maybe from the, you know, the next. Maybe. That's what I'm thinking. Like honestly, Mason, like he's under contract for the next two seasons at eight million dollars, eight and a half million dollars. Yeah. If I'm the Lakers, I I do that. Might give up a first round pick for Plumlee. Are they? Yeah, is there any, any way they year? they don't trade their pick? I feel like that's like a. I think there conclusion. is. I think I like, there's a way. I, I would love to get BJ Boston for their pick. Eww. BJ Boston at twenty two. I love. Is it? I love. I, I might be a little bit of a reach, but so hey, I so feel make like your him, case for BJ Boston at twenty two. Him to Lakers, or, where he's not even going to be able to like have. Well, a that's role. what I'm saying. Like, there's no way. 
I, I just feel like that pick is very gettable. But, yeah. It, it probably is, but, like, you could get Usman Garuba there. You could get Chris Duarte there. I think, like, there are guys who might be able to, like, crack yeah. the rotation. Oh, there absolutely are. I, I just don't – I just feel like LeBron, like, whenever – I'm not going to say he, like, has reins over a team's rotation necessarily, but when has he ever had – when has there been, like, a rookie that actually was a rotational guy? Like, late, like it, lately. Yeah, I mean, he, I, I, I guess Jetty kind of, but that was like uh, way after the really fact. Really, it was like, yeah, and it wasn't, no. and that was like spurts. It wasn't, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't, that's just and, and, and that took a while know. to even get him in. there. Oh yeah, but um, did you see Space Jam by the way? Because I, I haven't yet. Space Jam two. I, I haven't watched seen it yet. I'm not sure like if I will. The first like twelve minutes of it yesterday, and I I I just had to leave the. It was just that was, oh. Absolutely. Do you want to give a quick? Do you want to give a quick review? Well, those first twelve minutes were not watchable. I don't know. I'd like to have those minutes back, but what happened? Um, I, I honestly don't even remember. It was there was just nothing memorable. It was just really bad. I don't know. Maybe it like, got what was better. That but bad I, about it? Like I, I know it's it's like a thin plot and it's corny and it's LeBron, but like what was I, like that bad about it? Honestly, I didn't even really like the original Space Jam, so I, I don't. I, I'm not really somebody to to ask about it. I don't know. Maybe I'll I'll give a review of it. Uh, uh, maybe the next pod. I'll I'll get through okay. like more of it. Another another twenty minutes. I, I honestly, it was not very that memorable. I wasn't like I don't know. Just really did not was not exactly capturing the attention. It was just weird. I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. But um, but respect to John Don Cheadle because he's that dude. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about Javale. Um. Obviously, he made the team. So, I guess we've been talking about JaVale a little bit indirectly. But, um, what was your first reaction to him? Like, obviously, like, I feel like your first reaction was like, why did they do that? But, like, I'm happy. Like, I'm excited to see JaVale play for Team USA. Obviously, like, his mom is a gold medalist. Um, like... Well, I think, what what do you think are the odds that he actually does play for them? Because I think there's a very good chance just because this team Given how all at the, times will need size, I think he might actually yeah. play. I think he'll play... What was Not it? like what every game. We, what did we think Love w- was going to play, like what, like seven minutes, eight minutes? If that. I if was going to say... Matchup dependent, too. Matchup dependent. With I, I think we could see JaVale in six, seven minutes in like... I don't know, a couple of the games, maybe. No, I think I think he'll get real run. You do? Um, yeah, okay. well, like, again, in spurts like that, like a six, seven-minute stretch. So, like, he's not just going to be a garbage-time guy. Like, I think he will play some actual meaning. Oh, yeah, no, I, I think he'll play in maybe, like, every other game, like, like five minutes, I'll say. Like, I think like, he'll I get play it more in, for Team USA it. than he played for Denver. I, I get it in that realm. Yeah. But... Does he does he play with Bam at all? I, I don't. No, I, I, I don't, don't think that so. Right? Maybe he plays with Draymond some, uh, but I don't uh, see him playing with Bam. Well, I don't see him playing with Bam. I almost feel like I don't really see either of those, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm saying maybe yeah, like really. a couple minutes one time they play him with Draymond, but I don't see so any minutes with is Bam. Middleton gonna be? He's gonna be a four, right? Like nah. I, I, I don't really know no, how he'll No, no, I don't in. think you are. I don't think you're playing him uh, at four. I mean, you have Draymond, Jeremy Grant, 
hopefully Jeremy Grant and yeah, Kevin I don't, Durant. I'm just like, kind of, even even just Kelvin like Johnson, you could go. play at the four until like before Chris Milton, I think. Okay. You don't think that Chris Milton is going to go? What do you mean? No, no, no. I, I, I was going to say I don't. I feel like Grant's not going to end up going. Oh, you do. Oh, you don't think Grant is going to go? Yeah, and that just, is to be seen. That is to I, be seen. Well, but like, yeah. It, it, I even just, if they I, don't bring like Grant, 50-50. let's say they bring in. Yeah, but say they bring in Sadiq Bay. Like that's another guy who can play four for you. Again, yeah. like Julius Randle was another guy who like was rumored to be like it was, but down to like Kevin Love or Julius. Like maybe Julius goes, and that's. Clearly, yeah. you know, a good four for you. I almost feel like Julius wouldn't want to go at this point because he'd be like the second and third, like almost like other dude, like chosen last or whatever. I like yeah. I I, yeah. I I honestly wouldn't blame him in that sense. I wouldn't blame him either. Should but, it be Isaiah Thomas? That's the question. Oh yeah, right. Isaiah Thomas in Vegas. He wants to be there. Yeah, funny. <laughs> yeah, I guess he could be a select guy, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> hey, if, if Josh Majette can be a select guy, Isaiah Thomas can be a select guy. I'll say that. Yeah, um, I, I it, is, it is actually it is Majette, isn't it? What about Majette? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I said Maggette the last time when I went oh. that. that I, I, I used I, to I call Maggette, I think I it's Majette. No, I, I think you're right. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. I mean, it, right. it could be Maggette. I'm not 100% sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Maggette. I, I think you're right. I think it's it's like a, say like a 78% chance on 78. that. I, I'd, say, I'd say that's appropriate. But um, anyway, I think we're going like to go away from the uh, Team USA a little bit. And I think it, it, it wouldn't be a Cavs podcast in the offseason if we're not talking about Colin Sexton. So let's talk about Colin Sexton. Um, yeah. Obviously, like the, the rumors haven't per se heated up. As we were heading into the weekend, like, it's just kind of still where it's been at as far as, you know, just Colin being on the trade block. Like, we don't have any new information exactly. But I figured we could talk just about other couple potential destinations that we haven't talked about up to this point. Uh, clearly, you know, we've talked about the Heat. We've talked about the Knicks. We've talked about the Sixers, other spots. Um, and I don't really love anything with any of them unless Ben Simmons is involved, which doesn't really sound like he is. But, um... I want to talk about one in particular, just because, again, I don't really think I like it. Uh, and I'm not going to be talking about Brandon Ingram, just because I don't think that that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but what do you think... Do you think that the Pelicans could put together an offer for Colin Sexton, not including Brandon Ingram? You have some guys there. Um, I think Nikhil Alexander-Walker is clearly one. That um, and their pick, to me, is one. Their pick... Uh, Kyra right. Lewis, even Jackson Hayes, like there are guys there that could be interesting. Um, yeah, would you consider it at all? Uh, like to me, I'd consider their number ten pick in Alexander Walker for Colin. I would consider it. I, I mean, I'm not saying I love that, but in theory, like he is a six six with like kind of combo guard. He's a nice player. Um, I think it's. He maybe he could be like a year two going forward if if that maybe it, like it, maybe. it's a possibility. I don't think that's like I don't think, I don't the think he's on should... Collins level, but like I definitely no, think no. he could be a starting two guard in the league. Yeah, I just think it's kind of an he's in had kind of like a, an odd situation there with how it is with Ball. I mean, you're not going to get many minutes between with those two on the floor together. It doesn't seem. But I think his fit with Darius could be good. No, I think, again, he could kind of, and he's not 
not really the same player as, as Kyle kind of at all. But no. he could kind of fill the same role as just another guy who can play off ball and yeah. just kind of play off of Darius and just score. Um, right. Again, not in the same way as Colin, but do basically serve basically the same purpose. Um, See, and probably there, not be as expensive either. Is there any possibility? Uh, so, if that were the case, and then the, if he were part of the package, and then they got the ten pick, who would you want target there if you're the Cavs? Then, in that sense, Uh still, it's got to be like to, it's got to be a wing, right? I was gonna say Moses Moody if he's there. I'd um, love that. I actually Moses wouldn't. Moody like, would be. I don't. I wouldn't love getting rid of Colin, but I, I like Moody a lot. Like I, I oh, really I love think, Moody. I still like, think Moody should be like this. I, I I think he's the seventh best player in the draft. Oh, that's fair. You know what? In all seriousness, this is this might be a hot take, but I think Moody has a better career than Kaminga. I honestly do. Ooh. No, okay. I don't think I will say he's not going to have the he doesn't have the apex like level like abilities like potential so to speak, but I think Moody has a lot more potential than people think. Like, he, like what? No, Mount, so do I. Put, like, I think push, he's going to be a very good wing. Like he really was a really key player on that Montford team that was maybe the best high school team ever. Like he actually was a. Like, he was, like, the number three with Cade and Scotty there. Like, like he was kind of like a like go-to scorer for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, the guy I, is I, I do a think freaky has, athlete, too, actually. I do think he has, like, serious, serious upside. Um, like, he has I'm not going to say he's going to have a better career than Kaminga. I think it is an interesting case, like, to where it very... I think Kaminga has because, a while like, before he's really an impact player game to game, though. That's the problem. I don't know I if have. he has that long. Um, but I think it definitely he's got is going to be. Years. It's there's a wide range of outcomes for Kaminga. Exactly. That's I guess that's and, kind of my reasoning. Like I'd say that Moses Moody is a pretty safe bet to be pretty good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think especially like adding him with an Evan Mobley, and if you're going to get an Akil, that's what I'm Walker getting. Or even yeah. like that is a fantastic addition. Yeah. Um, like if I'm the Cavs, it, like if they did if. That were the deal that it happened to be. That's not bad. I mean, that's a lot better than like the Knicks alternative, in my opinion. Yes, and I don't even know if you know. I don't know did, with as low as Collins' trade value is seemingly at right now. Like I don't, I don't know, know if, if like either. he's even worth close to Nikhil and number ten. No, he might not be. Like he's probably not. Honestly, just the way the team view right. him right now. Yeah, It'll, Would, it seems that way, but. I wouldn't Would Corey be, Kispert, like, or what were you saying? Go ahead. I was going to say, if it's that and, like, if it's the number 10 in Kyra Lewis, would they, can, do you, would you consider Well, I was going to say that. How do you feel about Kyra Lewis I guess as I, alternative? I guess I would. But, I mean, obviously you're not playing any minutes with him and Darius, but. No, but, I, I mean, there's your backup point guard. He he could, like, he could be a real player. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure, but it's, it's a guy that. I'd much rather. Uh, well, I don't, it it just depends. I would. I will say, like, I would rather keep Colin, but like, I would be like, I would too. Under any circumstances, I would be happy to take Kyra Lewis on my basketball team. Like, that's not con- considering like any trades of any sort. I was just saying, like, I would welcome Kyra Lewis on this team. I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be good as well. But I, to me, 
for the backup position, like one position, I'd kind of rather that be a veteran, in my opinion. That's fair too. Um, just because I, I like Kyra Lewis as, a, as like a prospect, you could say, but I do. Uh, it's it's hard to say in a way because I I just I don't know what kind of like lineups are going to be constructed with him. I, I mean, without Colin in the mix, I, I don't know who's. Like the two, I, I don't know, but I, I get I get where you're coming from though. If you get say so so it's either Nikhil or Kyra, um, and number ten, and you still draft say Mobley, yeah. Would you can and you're, and you're just looking for a wing, uh, considering like you have your guy in Mobley in this draft. Would mm-hmm. you consider Kispert at all as another pick just to kind of like fill out your you know wing rotation? Um. Like I think I, I would be more I would be more comfortable with taking Kispert in this situation than I would be at like seven or eight when that's the I, only pick that the Cavs have. Yeah, maybe. Um, so is is that is that your two then? Is that your two in in like Kispert. your two guard? Or I'm oh, saying like is is he offensively playing the two or three? Probably the three more than the two. I don't know how well he's going to switch on the guards. Yeah. Like, maybe yeah. he's okay there. But, again, he's just kind of I'd more of a bench rotation rather, shooter. Eh, I'd personally rather veer away, veer away from that. Like, to me, if I'd rather have I'd rather have a guy that can, like, shot create. That's just my opinion. Would you go, like, book night? Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd go book night. To book me, night if you're yeah. dealing Colin and, like, there's any chance I can get book night. Like, if, if you're dealing Colin, I'm I'm... Like, if he's there, I, I have to, like, anywhere from, like, nine on and he's there, like, I, I'm taking him. Like, I have to. Uh, I think so. I, I don't know if he's going to slip to nine even, book nine. No, he might not. Real but chance. It, 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 there is some, like, it, it does seem some range with him. I, I don't know. A little bit. A little bit. Like, it seems like it could be from anywhere from, like, like seven to, like, the end of the lottery with him. Hmm. I think honestly, kind of the same with Moses Moody. Um, yeah, I could that, see that too. Like, I think both those guys should go higher. Um, like, especially with Golden State picking at seven, I would be surprised honestly if they don't take Book Knight. Like, that just seems like it makes sense for them. But at the same time, like Moses Moody would too. Uh, I've seen like David. Well, Mitchell if they actually keep, keep, if they keep pick. the pick, if they keep the pick, yeah, and that's a fair point as well. Um. Anyone else there, like Franz Wagner, maybe? I wouldn't do I, I'm not a big Franz guy. Uh, I know you're not a big Jalen Johnson guy. Um, I'm not Moody, a big Keon Johnson guy. Moody and Book Knight, to me, are the, the two, two targets. But, but if you're not getting a... If there, for some reason, is not... Like, is there is there any package that, in that sense, is not... Like, you're not getting... Lewis or Walker, or they like I guess is Hayes, but I'm just thinking Hayes. like if you get if you get mobile, you're not going to want Hayes back, right? I mean, you might. I mean, it depends on I, how you like. View there, is there a potential there? I, is a there might be. I, I don't know. With like, I'm talking like, about with Hayes still. Yeah, but he could basically fill the role that like we expect Hartenstein to fill right now. Yeah, to right. Just be, That's, you know, like yeah. Uh, some minutes backup center guy that you don't rely on too heavily. Like, Jackson Hayes yeah. could fill that role. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess in theory. 
but and eh. like that that might be an even like that might be and I, I still think that's too much for like for Colin at least in the eyes of other teams right now just because again we've from from Lloyd's report well, the point is the Cavs can't they, get a pick from yeah. you know in the top half of the lottery for Colin I still don't know if I believe that but that might I do, be like a not bad return based off of other alternatives for Colin. Yeah, that, that's that's what Hayes and ten. Yeah. Well, I don't. So, what, what's your take on Indy with that then? With Indy and Colin. Yeah. Again, this is another weird one to where I, I just I could don't maybe really see them considering, like, giving up the thirteen. Could it be like thirteen? And Jeremy, Harper, well, no. Harper did report that the Pacers, I think, are tr- like kind of shopping that pig. But I, I, for like, I think it was like a veteran that can help, like, kind of like score. I think it was was kind of how it was. But mm-hmm. I don't remember what he exactly said. But it does seem like it's like they might consider that. I, I don't know how Indy wouldn't, but yeah. But the whole point Coming is, back it's not to, the, to it's Cleveland, not the Colin be like, player; it's the the contract situation. The contract is yeah. the thing. Could it be like Aaron Holiday and Edmund Sumner for Colin and thirteen? Does that get you there? Um, like does that get Indiana like? Well, I I feel like it'd be honestly like the thirteen and like Justin Holiday. Would they, See, would do they, they want do to that? give up 13 and Justin Holiday? Like, again, trying to gauge Collins' value right now, I think that's too much. Right, yeah, I, I you're probably right. I, I guess not, but... Like, salary mentioned... I, I just want no but, no parts of Aaron Holiday at all. I really don't either. And, you know, he's... In the last year of his deal, it'd basically just be, you know, taking a look at the guy. Uh, you could yeah. even waive him, and you'd only be paying him the one year. Like, yeah. it, you could, it could just purely be salary matching, and then you just... You know the the real right. get here is the thirteenth pick. Um, you know Edmund Summer, another guy who has one year left. Uh, as you just want a depth piece, it's a guy you could take a look at again. That's if you want to take a look got, at him, he's not terrible. He's got like, some intrigue. He's interesting. He's a long two guard that you know has developed the shot a little bit. Um, has some mm-hmm. you know real potential on the defensive end. I mean, it's um, a little Dante Exum like in theory. Oh, I guess a little. I think. I trust Edmund Summer to shoot more than I trust Dante Exum to shoot. That's I think yeah. the mechanics are better. Yeah. I think we could see, like, in this kind of situation, it might show a little more. Yeah. But, um, like, but, I think... Yeah. I, I'm not... Again, I, I, I'm not, I'm not happy. I'm not happy with either of these returns for Colin. If not, I'm, not necessarily, but... If I'm the Cavs. But, again, like... If, you, if, you're, if you're telling me that you have to trade Colin... And you're looking at like realistic destinations. Like I think these are about the best you might be able to do. And I don't even know if you could get this much. Like I kind of yeah. feel like you couldn't get that much. This is not my opinion on Collins' value. This is my opinion right. on other teams' <laughs> opinion right. on Colin, basically. So it's a complicated well, situation. I mean, if you can get another lottery pick, which again, it's reportedly unlikely, but that you have to at least consider it, you would think. Um, but that next player better be, like, they better have offensive polish. Like, they better be a shooter. They better be able to create their own offense. Well, you I know mean, if Ralph in, was in here, my you opinion. know who he would want. 
Is that where he's picking Thomas or Sharif Cooper? Oh, Sharif. Uh, that high at thirteen? Like, 13? A, like, a, like I, I think Ralph said that he would take him there. I think he did. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not saying. I'm not saying that he did. I'm saying I think he did. Uh, if, Ralph, if you're listening, I don't know exactly what you did, but like I know that you like him quite a bit, and he might consider it. I, I mean, I, I, I like the game, but I, I like Cooper much more for the Cavs if Colin isn't moved. Like, I just don't. I don't know if he could play with Darius. I, I really. I, I don't know. Well, you don't. You're not looking for someone ball. who has to play with Darius. Like, I, he I know. Just be the I'm just saying, blinker. like, but uh, I, like it, preferably I'm you not, want someone who could play with everyone. But if not, I, like that's a guy who maybe he can play some with Darius. I'm not saying it wouldn't happen like at all. Like again, we're looking at like two minute stretches where maybe you get you know just targeted. Well, on I'm just thinking time, like but, who's who's the two like in the in this scenario? Like is that is that are they like permanently moving? Accord no, I'm just saying, like, who's the primary shot creator in lineups with Cooper? It depends on who else is on the floor, I guess. Maybe it's Mobley. Maybe it's, you know, yeah. Jetty. I'd, well, God, if it was Jetty. Okay, well, I, I should but stop these talking. Are, but, these um, are conversations that it has to, like, to me, it almost has to be, like, Prince. It like, probably is Prince, honestly. probably is, but... Um, you're going to have your lead. Maybe, maybe if you draft Cooper, you can target more of a, you know, shot-creating wing... With your mid level, I, I don't know. Exactly yeah, I, I think it has get to there. be kind of. Well, with the news that, of, eh, I, I was going to say, with the news of Will Barton opting out today, uh, and I, I think he's going to be back with the Nuggets, um, and I think he might be out of the Cavs' price range even. Um, oh, opting out of his fourteen point six, um, I, I don't think the Cavaliers can seriously get into a conversation with him. But like, no, if you just threw him not. like a three four year mid level, do you think? No. Like, is that a guy you would like? I don't think you can even get in the conversation, really. Uh, not really. You're saying you I'm don't not, like him for the Cavs? Uh, I I don't. I wouldn't want to make that much of a commitment because he's had some some injury stuff. He has had injuries, and he's gonna be I, you know thirty. Yeah. One at you know I mean I just thirty this I don't, year. I don't know if I want like I I just I don't know what kind of like it. Eh. That's just a lot for. Mm. I mean, you're you're asking a lot for a guy to be like bought in for this set amount of time too. I, I yeah, just, that's true. I don't. I yeah, no, I wouldn't. I, I hadn't really thought about that a ton. Just you know, with him opting out, and like I said, I I think he'll be back with uh yeah I with expect it. the the um the Nuggets. I don't see him actually leaving there. I think the the, the Nuggets will clearly want him back, especially. Needing guard play with Jamal Murray yeah. out for maybe most of next season. I mean, it uh, kind of proved I, his worth in a way. I mean, when he was in a, when he was gone. Yeah, in a sense, in a sense, yeah. Um, are there any other teams for Colin that like you want to talk about that makes sense? Like, I don't think there have been any others that have been like. Is there anything? Reported? Anything with OKC? I think they were like a rumored one that might have interest, but. Okay, see, let's let's pull them up. Here. I mean, I really like. Would they offer uh, for Colin? Would they offer that? What? What do they have? Like the 18th pick through via what was that? The Heat that they Maybe. have? Yeah. Would they Maybe offer like that? That and like Kenrick Williams and like would and 
Darius Baisley. Yeah, that, like they're they're not offering Dort in, in these. No, they? oh no no no. I don't no. think I don't any, think I don't think they. I don't think way. they offer Dort. I don't think they offer Pokashevsky. Probably um, not Maladon and Don either. No, pro- I was gonna say probably not Maladon. That was um, the other one. At. You know, maybe, maybe. You use like Gabriel Deck as salary matching. Like that's a guy who you know you could use. So you're thinking the 18 Deck, like and and, and Williams, Charlie Brown maybe. Or Kenrick Williams, like depending I will, on how I much actually they want to like Kenrick Williams a lot. Oh, I do too. I love the guy. Do we want to add another power forward to that? Well, mess? I'm trying to think. Like you're already adding with the deck, deal. You're gonna add two more power forwards. Would the deal be expanded? It could be, but like, let's see. What are you gonna expand it to? Uh, like, are you gonna ship like? Tarian or Jetty somewhere else in this deal? Yeah, I, I'm thinking it's like, what's the three way thing with it? And then, like that gets me- that gets a little complicated as far as yeah. I, I guess you I wouldn't even really. What, I'm, I'm thinking you probably have I'm, to bring a bad contract back. If you're, I'm you're thinking you have to salary match to deal. start with with OKC, which you really you don't even have to salary match with OKC. So I guess I shouldn't even say that. Like they're oh. so far under the cap to where like we don't have to bring back Deck and like Kenrick. You could just bring back one of them if you wanted to. Like I I, I shouldn't. I was. I'm just in salary matching mode. You wouldn't have to do that with OKC, so it could just be literally just the pick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, maybe like, the pick and Williams. They the the Cavs would maybe. consider. Maybe. I think maybe. honestly they would. They might consider that. Would you consider that? Again, I am not of the opinion that the Cavaliers should trade Colin for something that is not a fantastic pick. So no, I personally would not consider that. But if that's, you're telling me that's too that, for me too. If you're telling me that I have to trade him, and the Pelicans aren't offering their pick, and the Pacers aren't offering their pick, yeah. um, and no one else is offering a pick, like if that's the best pick I can get, I would rather have that than Obi Toppin. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, what kind of like shot creator there would would you be targeting, like in the draft? Is that Cam Thomas range? If you're looking for I just a shot creator, I, I, I think so. Like him, um, yeah, I, I think it's him or Bones Island. Maybe I, I like I, I like uh, I like Deuce actually. There maybe Deuce McBride. I, I think he can play the two. For I don't him. know if that's as much shot creation as it is like it, defensive stuff. Well, I, I think it's it's he's kind of like a can play the one. It'd be like your backup one. And I, I I mean would he would he start I, I don't think he would start initially, but he could. No, I don't think he would start initially. I don't think there's But I don't like, know. I, I think mean, you would start a coral before you started him there. And then oh, start yeah, yeah. either like Prince or Nance or something at the three. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, but Bones Bones is actually interesting there too. Again, if you're just if you're sold on just getting shot creation, like those are guys you could look at. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, if if a guy like Garuba is there, maybe I mean I don't know if you want to draft two like combo bigs, but he might be available there. Maybe yeah. you consider him. You might. I just I don't know how much, how sold they are on him to be. Like, is he going to be a contributor in year one? I, I don't. Maybe not on this team. Where again? They maybe just, not in this team. That's you're true. adding another guy who can't do anything on offense to a group of guys who don't do a ton on offense, at least shooting-wise. Yeah. So, well, it'd be interesting. 
He's got. It's I, I don't I don't really even know like. Well, Haram did say he looked like a a young Antonio McDyess. It actually is not like. It's not like a terrible career arc. But it's what? not. I mean, it could. I could see. It. I don't think. Like, I'm not gonna. I am not as convinced. As I mean, he he's more of a playmaker, happen. though. That's the thing. A little bit. A little bit. Like, I, I think it's. I think it's like it can be like Nance level, in in that realm. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I can see that happening for for him. I'm not saying again. Okay, I'm not saying it will. But like, I can see a world in which it does happen. Yeah. So I, don't know. I, I almost feel like he he could be like actually like a Thaddeus Young maybe is a guy yeah, that's not not like I a floor spacer but is like a he's a really intelligent defender too mm-hmm. and it is is pretty switchable already. That's but, fair. Like but, no no I, like, I I like I like the defense a lot. Yeah, like, the, the, the offense to me it's he, he that's has, why I think he is playable right away. But to like passing. Yeah, that's that's gonna be his niche. All right. Well, before we get out of here, Dan, uh, Buck Suns game five has started here. It just begun. Who do you have before we get out? Give me the Suns. Um, or no, I didn't mean to say the Suns. I'm I'm reading so I'm reading the Suns score right now. Give me the Bucks. I meant to say. Give me the Bucks in Phoenix. Okay. So you, so you have what Bucks in six then? Maybe Bucks in seven, but I want the Bucks. To I'll play. I'll say. Really not a fan of the Suns at all, but I'll say the Suns at six. Like you're not a fan of the Suns, like as a team. Uh, yeah, but like, I, yeah, not like, really. I'm not. I, I, I don't know if you not saw really into them. I, I said kind of the same thing. Um, yeah, I think I'm I remember much that more rooting for the Bucks at this point than I am the Suns. I'm just kind of tired of the whole Suns thing. Yeah. Like I said, I don't hate watching Devin Booker play basketball. I hate watching Devin Booker during dead balls complain about how everything hasn't gone his way. Uh, yeah. Whereas on me after time, but um, yeah, he's his personality's a little bit. It's a little bit cringe at times. A little bit. A little bit. Um, but uh, I think I think we'll get out of here on that one. Uh, thank you so much, Dan, for coming on. As always, always fun talking to you. Thank you, everyone out there, so much for listening. If you enjoyed, um, share it with someone else. Leave a rating, leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss more episodes. Uh, We will talk to you again soon. Yep, thanks as always.